Uh-huh. Shout out to 10th episode though, we made it. Oh my gosh. You made it. Is it the 10th episode? You yeah. know it's the 10th episode, don't do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, gen- I genuinely didn't know. Yeah, we've done a lot. Really? I didn't feel like it just, you know, doesn't you just feel, feel like, 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 yeah, feel yeah, like, feel like Wait, are you being thrilled? You didn't know it's the 10th? No, genuinely. Oh, well, yes, it's the 10th episode, guys. We've made it. How do we feel? I feel fulfilled. <laughs> I never experienced <laughs> The wind was pushing us back. You're so crazy. Wanna give a shout salute to God. (laughs) (laughs) To the team. (laughs) Very So yeah, tenth episode. We've got our new logo, our artwork. Took us some time, people. It took us some time. Lord, it definitely (laughs) But we made it. We got there in the end. Yeah. It's cute. Tell us what you guys think. Yes. yes. Let us know. About the... What can, what can we do if they don't like it? What, we do? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> they should tell us what they but think. They like no, it. But if they don't like it, what are we going to do? Well, well we can't do anything. We'll, we'll just give us props and give us small plans. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So We're just trying to up our, our, our game, really. We're, yeah. we're learners in the game, but... We made it to 10th, so... We made it to 10th episode. It's not easy, mm. but we've done it. And we thank God that we've done it. We thank you guys for listening, tuning in, sticking with us through the through the bad audio to the good. No, the first episode <laughs> audio is terrible. Terrible. All <laughs> four. Yeah, no, that was mad. Do you know what? So the content was on point though. Yes. I haven't even that. I haven't even gone back and listened to it. To is it, no, is it I really bad? I, I listened to it recently. I, I tried. I, I couldn't. I couldn't go. It wasn't that bad. It was so bad. It was bad. It was bad. Is, we the, were so high. <laughs> we were so. No, it wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. I feel like to pull it. Was it that bad? No, I feel like playing it. Let me see. No, <laughs> it can't have been that bad. It was bad. <laughs> Let me I was shocked. Oh my god! I said, "How did you?" There is a lot of like, what were you, what, that kind what of were we feedback. Using? <laughs> there was, there was mad. This part was a bad, but the actual audio. Wait, forward it a bit. <laughs> no, 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 that is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can, you can, you can, you can hear like that. <laughs> Guys, no. I remember doing a balloon in her face. Mate, nah. hold on. Nah. Okay, you consistent. Oh it, no! It's so bad. It sounded like we just recorded it on a phone. Yeah. No, yeah. it sounds worse than the phone. on a phone. Yeah, yeah phone would have been clearer. What anyway. are now locked into the preach it sis podcast where we free the real the struggle and the tea on what us christian women face all we want to do is be better and do better anyway we're here leveled up we made it leveled up we've we've made it we've rebranded ourselves in more ways than one uh, we've done the physical rebranding come on. Um, so come on somebody <laughs> you've done well and um, yeah that leads us on to the topic for today because it's um, 
made it to the 10th episode and it's just got us thinking about our transition, so to speak, from um, being in the world to being Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the question is, I mean, it, it, you could say it's a pretty broad question, but the question is, how did you, um, how did your life have to change in order for you to fully walk this walk? I mean, upon reflection, my life is still changing to walk this walk. So obviously there's been some initial drastic changes that I made when I gave my life to Christ, whether it be not going out to certain places that I would go out before, not entertaining certain behaviours. We'll probably discuss this more in detail as we go on. Um, But then, you know, as you get comfortable you know, you have your own Christian friends and you get kind of, you get kind of comfortable to the extent where there's still things that you need to change, but you you don't even know. Mm. And you are still doing things that are of the world, but it's just like all your Christian friends are doing it. So you're mm. like, oh, okay. So it's not a big deal. So it's still a journey of realizing and growing. Um, yeah. I think the greatest change, as I said, we're still changing. We haven't made it just yet. Um, but one of the greatest changes was um, my thinking, mm. um, and then your thinking then hasn't my thinking then had an impact on my behaviour. Um, so changing my thoughts about you know certain things um, really is what I had to change. Was what changed. I I agree. Like although I see it as a journey, I see it as is a journey that the changing wouldn't ever end mm. because we're just not going to attain perfection like Christ. Um, But I would say that the greatest change that I've probably seen in my life has been more so controlling what I allow in. Um, So like just certain things that maybe I was quite frivolous with it. I didn't really think too much about it and I would entertain it or whatever. I think... I'm much more selective in regards to what I allow into into my my mind, into my ears, what I'm seeing, um, and then trying to kind of filter that process. But it's still an ongoing process, to be honest. But I think that's something that I became more wary of, mm-hmm. that it was like a constant check for me. Mm-hmm. For me, going from, I'm someone that I, w- I was raised in the church so from a young age my mum took me to church Mm. but I didn't fully give my life to Christ until I was in my 20s so I was uh what did they lukewarm Mm -hmm. yeah it was lukewarm I was a lukewarm Christian you were doing at at that in the church oh my god if you want to put it that way if you want to put it that way um yeah so for me there was a lot of things that i had to physically let go of um so your thought patterns um obviously there was friends etc and i agree with rosalind there was certain things that i had to change in terms of what i let into my life Mm -hmm. because um it got to a point where i just looked around me and things weren't really adding up uh things weren't really making sense and i think for us as Christians, when we are making that transition, um, a lot of us do think it's like an overnight thing. Like mm. I give my life to Christ on Monday, I wake up on Tuesday, mm. hallelujah. But 
it doesn't work like that. There, there's so much that you have to change, especially if you were somebody that was in the world. Um, <clears throat> that sounds so like, when I say that, when you're in the world, it's like, eh, you're living two different lives, but I don't know. Yeah, but it's like the more, it's being, not so much being in the world, but it's like you were in a different place mm. to when you then realise that, oh, okay, there's something called this that I don't need to be doing. Whereas before it was just like, I like it, so I do whatever I want, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And those things, um, sometimes you do it to our own detriment and then you get scars from it. And that takes much hard hard work to undo those things. So I think that there's some level of, um, I don't really like the term like in the world. Yeah, that's it's just like, like when where if you're coming from somewhere, sometimes it just takes a longer process in regards to really trying to um, override those things that have that have happened to you. Um, and for some people, if it's not a struggle, it might be an overnight thing. You might, some people, they will experience God for the very first time and the Holy Spirit will, will minister to them and the desire for certain things go like mm, bam, it's gone, true. you know, <clears throat> whereas uh, certain people, it just doesn't work like that. I just think is being able to recognize um, where you are and just allow God to kind of do his thing with you and not quicken the process or feel this pressure of like oh i haven't i'm not where i am or i don't know i like what you touched on um you spoke about things that you like to do because that's definitely an area um that i think we we definitely have to constantly challenge ourselves on Mm -hmm. um there's things that you know in the past that we've we did and we didn't even look at it and think that it was disobeying god or affecting our relationship with god but you know in hindsight now you see how that you know did drive you away from god or you Mm. know you did feel distant because you 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 know you did that thing that you you liked um and it could be something so small um to the to the world Mm -hmm. um and even to yourself at that time um but so detrimental now um especially if you're looking at how people perceive us as well um, how non-Christians or even Christians as well, people are looking up to us, people that um, that we're supposed to be encouraging. If we're just going about just doing things that we just think, yeah, like it's okay, it doesn't affect us. It will, you know, it it could potentially be affecting their walk. It could be potentially affecting their relationship with God as well. Mm-hmm. So we really need to stay away from this. This is what I want to do mm-hmm. um, when we're trying to rebrand and change the way we look at our Christian walk and we look at God. I think some of it for me was um, lack of acknowledgement of certain things. For me, when I was transitioning, rebranding, whatever you want to call it, um, certain things just took me longer because I didn't acknowledge what they were. So it was harder for me to let go of certain things because automatically when you are a Christian, there are certain things that are just on the, the, the no-go list. Yeah. Like the most obvious things that you know, okay, I shouldn't do this, I shouldn't do this. But the temptation comes in so many different forms yeah. and it's so different for so many different people. And I think for us, um, sometimes as Christians, we just go to the most obvious um, things. So, oh, um, no sex before marriage and things like that. Uh, no cohabiting and don't lie, don't gossip 
things like that we go for the gossip. most obvious some one people really they really be flourishing with gossip in <laughs> some christians be like what is that i, I read my bibles <laughs> Zimbabwe. Um, <laughs> she started. But we do. We go for the most obvious ones, mm-hmm. and we don't pay attention to the little things that will mm-hmm. usually make us slip up the most. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was I just went for the most obvious ones yeah. and thought if I just stop doing those things, mm-hmm. I would be a good Christian. And that was detrimental to me in the long run because when I dealt with those big issues, then I had a whole bunch of like a whole bunch of little ones that I now had to come and deal with that came to me all at once. So mm. it kind of, you know. Yeah, um, leading on to that, it, I think we also need to understand that we are not superhuman. Mm. Um, and when we take on, you know, when, we, when we say that we're going to follow Christ and we know the things that we're not supposed to be doing, we think in our own strength that we can do all of those things yeah. um, without actually understanding and maybe it's because we are baby christians maybe it's because you know we're still understanding this walk with god but you know without understanding that we can't do it without him we can't turn away from those temptations or you know those sins that we used to be involved in before without his help without his strength to do so um so yeah leading on for yourself i think it's really important for us for us to know that we can't otherwise we're going to keep we're going to keep finding ourselves in those situations because it's even the small things like even putting yourself into a situation, but you're like, but you know the big sin, so you know you're not going to do it, but you're in that situation. That means you're mm. opening the door mm-hmm. for it to be there. Yeah. But you're like, no, um, what do we say that, you know, we, we can do this. We're strong. We're mm. strong-willed. We've got this. But, you know, we've, we all know. <laughs> mm. See, yeah. I feel like um, for me and from what I've observed, like what, what we tend to not do is the doing part which is, you gotta read your Bibles. <laughs> um, yeah. Because it, being able to do what God's will, to being able to be obedient to God, being able to actually identify God's voice from the voice of my head. <laughs> I need to know his word. And I I can categorically say, each time that, that I've fallen, or each time that I've just been doing higgy hagger, is because... I've gone for time and I really just didn't have God's word in me. And so um, nothing is convicting me. Like he's not speaking to me mm-hmm. every day. He's not like, I'm not connected to him. It's like, it's like having a man and I have, I've gone for time and I haven't spoken to him and someone trying to like talk to me and now I'm just like, Ooh, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that's the, like, cause it's, it's all well and good mm-hmm. to, to recognize that it's not, due to our own strength but it's like that it it requires some level of doing on our part which is we need to seek god Mm -hmm. like when i don't seek him i'm not able to see that and understand why he doesn't want me to to do certain things he's not telling me not to have sex just because it's like oh just don't have sex because Mm -hmm. it's not good for me there are reasons i open up myself to things that he's trying to protect me from you know and seeing him as my father that wants to keep me from harm like so it's just being able to um diligently seek him then gave me 
more awareness and understanding mm-hmm. as to why he doesn't want me to do certain things and then i just i then understand that raw you actually care for me you know and then it's mm-hmm. like i love you because i'm reading these things and i'm understanding and it's like like you've done all these amazing things and those things also reflect in your life so even if i if i've read the bible and in the, the morning and then it's like I've learned about like checking my emotions, not letting my emotions rule me. And then I'm put in a situation, yeah, that is really challenging me. And I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> I'm doing a Rosalind, as you guys say, yeah. Um, that word will trigger. Mm. It, like it will trigger. It will trigger mm. in me. And even if, God forbid, but even if I was to go with how I feel in that situation, my spirit will be convicted there and then. Mm. But it's when we're so out of sync with mm-hmm. god's word that's when we move with what we how we feel mm-hmm. and what we think and i think that that's what for me i feel like in my transition or in me trying to get closer to god i need to remind myself of um, every day mm-hmm. because I, when i go for long and i i'm not really i'm just doing my devotion just for the sake of it i'm not really mm-hmm. um really trying to be connected to him like I've, i i i actually physically and spiritually feel a lot more weaker and are more susceptible Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to do things that I know that it's just not good for me Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes we don't really know we don't understand the weight of the responsibility that's been given to us so we are meant to be ambassadors of Christ Mm -hmm. and sometimes we don't actually we can't fathom just how big that role and responsibility is like for example um at work a lot of us we know what our job description is and you know I'm I have to be doing this 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 and that that means I will not be allowed like you just know sometimes in your contract it will say you're not really allowed to do these things and you would never really step out um and do those things that are not permitted that are are not allowed um because you know if I do that there's a massive consequence that comes with it and the consequence will come straight away. So you do the issue, you do the, the thing that's wrong, the, you face the consequence and it could result in you losing your job, blah, blah, blah. Whereas with Christianity, we have a God who's so forgiving and loving that even when we do sin, we can go to him and say, oh, look, God, I'm actually very sorry. Mm. And we can go back to square one again and start as if nothing, I won't be, you know, he won't, that evening he's not going to say, go and stand, I don't know, in, corner. in the corner fa- and face the devil or whatever. He's not going to say that to us. Um, and so because of that relationship, I know it's, sometimes we do take it for um, granted at times and, and it helps. And sometimes we don't really know the weight of what it means to be an ambassador of Christ. And like Rosalind said, coming back to that, you need to actually just make sure you are in the word every single day because you cannot you cannot do it within your own strength you need mm. to every day remind yourself okay this is what god requires of me today this is what god requires of me today this is what he requires of me today because naturally our flesh is to go against him mm. it's not to go in line with whatever he wants us to do mm. and so we have that consistent battle with ourselves um so i think it's important that we just remember we are ambassadors of this of christ and this is exactly how we need to conduct ourselves um, and, and strive towards doing that all the time. Mm. And I think, like, what you were saying, like, something dropped in my head. And I think <clears throat> when you are making that transition and you're taking your walk more seriously, there's just so much you don't understand Yeah, to be an ambassador for Christ. You don't understand yeah. that you need to be in the world. And sometimes I feel like some Christians see it as 
like just a lifestyle, a lifestyle change. So being a Christian is not the same as like being a vegan or being a vegetarian. Mm. And I feel like sometimes we see it as such a, um, like we just see it as something as frivolous as that. So if I look mm -hmm. good from the outside mm -hmm. and I perceive myself to be a certain type of way to people, then I'm a Christian. Mm. And that's where I feel so some so many people they fall back because they just put on the garments but they don't change what's actually inside. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but I do think it is a lifestyle change and if when people actually make a proper lifestyle change, not the the one for social media, it's a serious change in every aspect of their life. So if they want to No, I agree I agree with it being it is a lifestyle change, but when we say lifestyle change now, it's something like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just changing the way, like, it's something... Frivolous. Yeah, it's something just so frivolous. It's just not anything you take serious. It's like, that's why I... I um, Equated it to... Yeah, it's like being a vegan, a pescatarian, things like that, because, because people just think, yeah. Right now. It's trending, like, I'm going to be a Christian, this is what I'm going to do. But there's so much more that comes with it. Mm. So mm. there is... You need to be in the word. You can't just say, I'm a Christian yeah. mm. and go and tell people I'm a Christian and mm. you're not doing anything mm. because that's how we, that's how the devil gets us. And that's how mm. we slip back so easily mm. because we're just doing face and we're just going to church and we're just sitting down, we're clapping and we're hallelujah in and we're falling down when we should be falling down and we're okay. jumping when we should be jumping. But <laughs> the heart of it, it's not there. I'm not going to lie. That's a lot of us though. Mm. That's a lot of us. That's the reality. Yeah. Um. I, me. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I'm if I'm suffering with behind the scenes with something, I ain't got like no one will know. Like, but there's a difference and, between suffering behind the scenes, but knowing what you need to do about it, and suffering behind the scenes because you're just you're hiding it from God. I, I know how you can't hide it from God. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So some of us, when I say that people put on this facade. It's just for outward. It's not even to please God. It's to please other people. Oh, uh, right. Just to say that I am a Christian. I go to church. This, that, and the oh, other. Or just right. so yeah. people don't stress you out and get on your, you know, because, you know, you don't want people to, if everybody else seems to be having mm. it under control, mm. like sometimes church makes it seem like, you know, you can't be, but you can't be upset. You can't be going through anything mm. because God is so good. So, and God is so merciful. So why are you upset? You know, um, but yeah, so I I kind of I I see where I, I think there's a level from. of um we need to draw a line be between someone being a hypocrite and um wh what's this phrase um throwing sticks at the throwing stones at glass houses that's it that's it throwing stones at glass houses <laughs> <laughs> throwing sticks <laughs> did did you know I, I knew you know? I knew what the phrase was. <laughs> But I didn't know what throwing sticks. Which one um, is throwing sticks? Sticks and stones. Break my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's that. Yeah, <laughs> add that one to it. And so there's that. And then there's someone that you're struggling. Yeah. You're just not being forthcoming with your struggling, mm -hmm. which I b I believe that everybody Every deals with. Mm -hmm. Like everyone has their personal struggles yep. behind the scenes that they're not forthcoming about, yep. but with what I, f I am more confident with and what I feel like God has helped me to deal with, I, w I want that one. Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of like, like no one's gonna, unless the maybe situations warrant it. But what I, I, f I feel like um, people need to be aware of, as Joe said, is acknowledging those things that are, are in your life and 
um, working on them and, you know, submitting to God and just knowing that I should not be doing this or this this shouldn't be this way and trying to change that narrative. Mm. Um, but someone that's like, you know that you're you're doing you're doing your own hikihaga and then you're there preaching to other single women that <laughs> oh <laughs> go go out by yourself um enjoy your own company um, <laughs> um go go take yourself out on dates um go go to the cinema by yourself Shame but you know you're you're behind the scenes you're you're doing your own thing Mr. like, <laughs> like <laughs> that for me that's that's i think I for me that's what I don't like. Oh, Do you know that's what? what that's what's gotta go. Do you know what I, I realised once I actually started to take Christianity seriously and my walk with God seriously, all of those churchy things I actually started to despise. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. like I if we even for a period of time, it's you know I actually stopped even going to church for a bit. Um, maybe just like a couple months. But only because I just felt like when I was there I was being fake mm-hmm. people are really- the most fake people i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> they're the most fake people mm-hmm. and it's it, i'm saying this my, with my chest because i've i've been that person too it's like <laughs> we've all been there. like we're yeah, the most true. fake people it's true you don't feel like you you can share your your struggles yeah. properly with them um because they're going to give you a churchy answer mm. like oh i'm go- oh I'll, I'll pray for you or I'll, oh you know it is well oh, you know? it is well. so it's like okay and, um, yeah and that's yeah. what i feel like makes the transition so, so hard. hard yeah because the realness just isn't there mm. and then you're having genuine struggles like these mm. are not fa- i'm i'm dealing with something here mm-hmm. like i'm trying to leave certain things behind and it's not easy for me Mm. And I can't even be forthcoming and say, this is what my struggle is. Because when I tell you my struggle, you two, you also come back with your judgment. So what am I going to do? I'm going to keep myself, my mouth quiet. And I'm going to go and do corner, corner. Because where am I getting the help from? Mm. But we still got to thank God though. But don't you think, like, leading on to from Joe's point, it's women, like women in the church... I, I will account, I will say for myself as well, we find it hard to share our struggles with each other. So it, during this journey, we find it hard mm-hmm. to be free, be open, be like, this is what we're going through. Um, like, it's only recently my church in the youth ministry started talking about um, no shades of grey, talking about, you know, relationships and, you know, doing things that, you know, we shouldn't be doing, all that. Like, and, you know, it's really helped, but if I had, or if other people had that, those talks or that exposure before felt comfortable to really express what they were going through earlier on in their walk, they mm-hmm. would have, they they wouldn't have done certain certain mm-hmm. things that no, you know, it's true. they have. So yeah. True. People didn't know certain things before. Had they had known it earlier, they wouldn't do certain things. Correct. Uh-huh. But it's like, sometimes you, you, you even, it's not that you know, but, it's just the answers that or the responses that you're you're getting. Sorry, but it's just very rubbish. It's yeah. just it's very no, it's like true. Christian. Like mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna lie to you. Say this is a sensitive topic, and I don't have the answers for it. Yeah, but I don't feel like I've gone to church and um I've been told how to deal with someone I work with that maybe they're gay. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just there's certain things like I just feel like sometimes we need to run not run the church as a business, but apply it to reality mm-hmm. like not just giving the word as what it is mm-hmm. because when it, it the 
it, it lacks that application, people interpret it the way, whatever way they want to. That's when you have a leader that is a leader that thinks that because they can pray and people get healed because God will use people to touch others if he wants um, that person to be touched and you're the vessel available, he will do that. But you have leaders that will be doing this, but just common character. You're just rude. You're, ju- you know, no, you're just yeah, rude. Yeah. And it's like, who wants, even outside the church or in the world, who wants to like deal with someone like that? So it's just applying those things that it applies in all ways and relevant ways and not just isolating um, like, the bible as this and then people forget that okay if the bible is saying this this is what i have to do in this situation and this is how it looks like but it's you, just frustrating you've said two points there yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna address the older generation like, like you know the people that yes. we go to because what i s- tend to see is that especially if you go to a big church actually it doesn't even matter what church you go to they're very consumed with their titles with the stuff that Mm -hmm. they're doing in church and you know we can be like that as well Mm -hmm. that it's very difficult for them so when they actually go into the real world it's like it's different principles Mm -hmm. it's like you know because they're not to say they're nobody in the real world but you know they have (laughs) title everything in church no 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 no. do you know what i mean i understand you understand you fully and i understand you completely and this is where I feel like the church, it, it doesn't help. It doesn't help certain people mm. um, because we are so consumed by how we view ourselves in church. Mm-hmm. We're not being real. Mm-hmm. And the word is the word. It's not going to change. It is there. It's, mm. it's final. It's complete. It's not going to change. It, it, it doesn't get an update every two weeks. That's not how it works. But I feel like we just stick by what the word says, which we should, but we don't understand that the world is changing as well. Constantly. Mm. So you can't deal with me the same way, or you can't address me as the same way you would address a 14 year old. Mm. It's, it's different. We need to be, we need to be plausible. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in church, the flexibility is not always there. Yeah. So when I was making my transition, the advice I was getting was that of a very older mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Just off. It was off. Mm, you don't. Un- off. You're, you're not even trying to come down and understand it from yeah. my mm. level, from my point of view. Mm. So when I'm talking to you, I cannot relate to you. And my thing is, mm. you don't need to be the same age as me for me to relate to you. Mm. You just need to relate with my struggle. That's mm. it. That's that's Friends. all I'm looking for. It doesn't matter mm. if you're 60 years old, 70 years old. Mm. If you can relate to my struggle, I can talk to you. Mm. But I feel like that they look at the age and the level yeah. and the title yeah. and they don't want to come down yeah. and just yeah. free the real free the real because yeah. they've been the bible been says there. that what we've gone through is not uncommon like it's happened yeah. before it's happened so before. why can't they just tell us yeah tradition the tradition they're bringing in too much cultural things into the church the yeah. idea that sorry i don't i don't discuss sex with my children you see they i don't know where they learn so it but i don't I, talk it to them about it sex so. because because uh, the Bible because says the Bible, so. Bible says not to, but there's sex is not good. Yeah, but even our parents, they went it. through the same thing where you had you had same. to you faced that same temptation. Like, yeah. what? How did you solve it? What exactly. did you do? Tell us. Be real with us because we're going through the same thing. We are tempted. That's my fiance. I want to bang him. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Side note, yeah. Today, wasn't it to um, Sarah Jake's um, um, her podcast, and then she was saying sex. She could she describe sex as worship. I said, whoa. 
Have you not heard that before? Whoa. Whoa. Away, away <laughs> from, from the noise. Had you not heard that before? Sex is a form of worship. Joe, don't be quiet there when you are are showing us those... Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold me close to you. Have I (laughs) let you go? I mean, we'll nah. come back to that. We'll come back to that. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, that, that for me, that, that for me. Did you know, know what? I've never heard it before, to be honest. I have heard that uh, quite a few times. Married woman, you better hear that. Oh, you yeah, better now. go and worship oh, tonight. Lotioning. It's too late. You better go and worship tonight. Hmm. Well, whoa, I just realized what Kenny said. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> One thing that really helps along this walk, if we if we find it difficult to speak to people that are on the elder uh, the older generation, is having people around you, like you know, being part of a ministry or being part of a Bible study. And uh, you know, I, I think in twenty fourteen, I I twenty fourteen Kenya, I think it was. I um, joined the Bible study, um, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. really shaped my Christian walk because uh-huh. number one, I didn't even know you could be you could have fun and be a christian wow i didn't even know that there were christian men out there that weren't all even though men have their tendencies but that weren't all (laughs) just douchebags you know Mm. um that actually protected and loved their sisters in christ Mm. um and also i didn't know that you know you can you can challenge you can you can debate without it becoming aggressive or without yeah. it becoming or without people belittling you mm. or you can ask questions if you don't understand like you know it's so important and it really shaped um it really shaped my walk it really shaped the way i you know i and i treated other people on the flip side you become so adjusted to that circle mm. and you know if you all share the same views on a certain thing and you all you know you all allow certain things to happen or stuff like that. You're not growing. Yeah. And you're just like in that bubble mm-hmm. as well. Um, and that's why when, when Rosalind was saying that it's so important to have that relationship with God to be, you know, daily d- d- um, dosing yourself or dousing yourself, dosing yourself, dousing yourself dousing. in the world, mm-hmm. in the in the word of God, because God can give, be giving you those revelations. God can be talking to mm. you because you can't just get your revelations from just secondhand, secondhand, like, mm-hmm. you know? No. So, from the source. Yeah. I agree. It's just part of the transition. I don't know why we're using this word a lot today, but anyways, part of the transition, the journey, whatever it is, we'll call it, is there are different levels and it just doesn't end. Mm. So you can become the Christian that, you know, um you you're more um you're like the really inquisitive Christian that you're just always trying to um understand like why, why this, why that. Because there are things in the Bible what happened? Why? <laughs> but why? Why? <laughs> Millennials. There are things in the Bible that we actually we can't understand. Um, it says in the Bible that God's ways are not our ways. So mm-hmm. it's not for us to understand. Um, but, you know, you become like, well, how do I call it? Like the woke Christian. <laughs> you know? Oh, wow. Um, and like everything, there's like this philosophical meaning. And then like, and then it goes to a different level where it's like, 
um, experiencing the the, the the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. like speaking in tongues, and then mm-hmm. that's a different level. And then you realize that oh, everyone's got a girl around you, you know. Yeah. And then you yeah. shift. That's what's gonna come to you. You shift the you shift your so, your your friendship circles, everything. Yeah. And then that's different levels, and then you get to the levels of you're always debating. Oh, are there soul ties? Are there not soul ties? Are they the one? Are they not the one? And then there's a different level where it's like oh, I'm preaching now, and mm-hmm. like, there's so many levels. Mm-hmm. And it's just, we, I think it's so key that we always kind of draw it back to like, what is God saying? What mm. is God saying to me? Because it's sometimes it's just, it's very easy to be very lost in the, in the phase that you're in, in mm. your walk or your transition. Like I've been through that where it's like, there's times it's like you're around people that are that are challenging your faith and you're reading the word but then it's like i'm reading the word and all i'm doing is debating where instead of like checking myself and trying to actually get get what god is trying to say to me yeah. do you know what i mean so i mean it's 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 a it's a it's an evolving process and wherever the we're at is okay but it's just realizing that it, we we want to continue growing and it doesn't stop and there's always room to learn more if there's any adults that are listening to this there's always room for you to learn more yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> because yeah Preach nah, it, they, they, they be doing their own thing and it's just sometimes it's like there is there such a disconnection in what's happening around the world and it's like when you're trying to challenge that or tell them it's very much like maybe you don't have the word to, you don't have the word in you so wait so now you picked up on a um uh you said something there that i was gonna ask you guys about anyway how did you lot go <laughs> about the friend thing say are you smiling again. like that girl say, say that again how did you go about the friend thing when you had to, to switch up the friendship circle because <laughs> for me that was one of I wouldn't say the hardest things but that was something that I did struggle with in terms of the people that I had around me because um, they just they, they they were about living their best life in in plain terms they didn't you know they were enjoying the lifestyle that they were living enjoyment enjoyment <laughs> and I was also part of the enjoyment crew so <laughs> I was part of the enjoyment crew. So when it came to the point where mm. I was, you know, no, nah, I'm serious about this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take my walk seriously. I'm going to do certain things. I need to make lifestyle changes. Yeah. <laughs> they got to go. Mm. Yeah, they, they, they had to. My experience is I feel that a lot of, a lot of people who weren't going to help me along my journey or my walk with Christ, they had been falling before I had even actually said, like outwardly said, Lord, you know what? Yeah, I'm ready. Take mm. the, take my life mm. and use it completely. They had been dropping before that. Mm-hmm. And then now yes. before, when I was now ready to, to you know, openly say, you know, God, true, I'm ready though. to commit my life to you. I was already surrounded by That's these true. people. Like the Bible, like you said, the people in the Bible study group in mm. particular, they were like the first true circle of Christian friends. Mm. I'd had friends in school um but the others had just been dropping yeah Yeah, i i don't think there's any how do i put it there's no formula to it Mm -hmm. but i i think that once you naturally realize that oh um i 
I'm trying to learn this more. Naturally, you place yourself in places mm-hmm. that add to what you're actually trying to seek. Mm-hmm. So it's like things like Bible study, for example. So I, I joined these a lot um, mm-hmm. for Yam, um, what was it, two years ago, two Two, three years ago. Three years ago, yeah. Yeah, Mm. like two, three years ago. And it was because I was trying to be around people that would help me, I feel, or people that I felt like they could relate to my walk more. Mm. And and so naturally you start to give those things more of your time. And the more I give that my time, naturally I'm just not gonna have time for other things. Mm -hmm. And so those things that you're not paying attention to, they just start to, to fall off like naturally so some of my friends uh, it's not so i wouldn't say that oh um they're not christian or they're bad for me or we we <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that we turn up or whatever but i think that is i just don't because of the things that i've become more involved in i just don't have time for doing those things maybe mm. sometimes i'll have time but i just don't have time for it so then with time the desire for that goes and then yeah. they realize you're just not you're not really that person anymore because you're not really around so they move on and then the dynamics just changes and then by the time that you're conversing and you're like trying to even link up it's like oh do you want to do you want to do this oh i've got bible study i can't make it mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah so i i think it's not there's no i it, there are set i think the things that are hard to let go of is like things that maybe will be your personal struggle mm-hmm so it's like, um, say say if you're somebody that you really like, to, you really like to spill the tea, mm. you know, and then there's like your friend, you're always gossiping about people or something. Like if you're naturally that's something that you personally struggle with, th- it will be hard for you to let go of that person because you're not really in that space where you're tr- you're trying to like change that. Mm. So it's easy for you to connect with someone that's at kind of like adding to that desire mm. um so i i think that it's something that starts with us like when the more we try to change it the more we try to um at, tap into resources that would change that naturally the desire for those things and then those people that are feeding into that like start to go away that's mm-hmm. what i think anyway that's what i've experienced mm. yeah no i would agree with you um and i would say that similar to what what kenya said as well for me people were randomly dropping off but mm. i think when i and it actually it might be linked to what josephine said when you grow up in the church there's certain values um and moral like there's so morally there's cer- certain moral standpoints that you kind of carry with you subconsciously mm. um so i think that as time went on people were dropping because I was holding those things as more important. Mm. Um, And then when I then made that decision to fully give my life to Christ, it was like, well, it makes sense. And then the people that um, had similar uh, mindsets to me and that were striving to become better, Mm. I started to attract those people. And like you said, going to certain places like Bible study and stuff like that also encouraged those people to come along. But I have also learned that even during that, I've made some friends that are Christians that I've also had to drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, even mm, through facts. That, mm, that period. Facts. 
Um, and it probably is down to the fact that it's a journey. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, and that, you know, people are there in our lives for a reason and for a season. Mm. But you come to, as, as you grow older, you come to accept that and understand that the main goal is to live for Christ. So, yep. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. When Kenya said that about, like, the friends that started dropping out, it did trigger because when I was getting more involved in things of Christ, I just, just noticed that, I don't know, certain people just wouldn't call me as much anymore. Yeah. And even when we did talk, it was kind of like, it wasn't... The conversation is not it flowing. Was, it wasn't awesome. flowing. It was so... Mm. Yeah. And then after time, it's like, if they were going out, they wouldn't even call me Yeah. to say, oh, Joe, do you want to come? And I didn't, yeah. I didn't feel a type of way about it because those things just genuinely did not interest me anymore. Mm. So even, I mean, even now, I wouldn't even say that we're not friends anymore. It's mm. just that our lifestyles it's are different. different. It's a different dynamic. We're different people. We've grown. We've grown in different ways. But I think for the younger generation that are coming up, it's like their friends are very much a focal point of their lives. And when I talk to the younger generation, it's kind of like they're always teetering because of the friend element of things Um, maybe because I was older when I took my walk more seriously and they're younger and they're trying to do it at a younger age Mm -hmm. their friends they're at that age that where the friends are very influential to them so it's harder for them to say no and the the thing with the world is is very is very they make everything look so nice sweet Mm -hmm. Sweet. make everything look sweet make everything look like it's more fun Mm. when you are in the world um so it's it's really those guys that i'm like Mm. it's harder for them i know that makes sense they're very young inexperienced yeah like that you know so it's a natural thing do you know what i mean for them to be very unsure of really what they should be doing yeah and and taking in lots of different voices because they just don't really have the experience yet of many things like a lot of us we've been through so much even though we are you know 25 26 27 we've been through enough to tell us i'm not doing those certain things i am not chilling with those groups of people i am not doing because we've been there we've been burnt Mm. we've gone through it but they're just really they're young do you know what i mean and uh, when you're young as well your identity kind of comes with friends, friends and like yeah. what you have and yeah. status. Yeah. Social media is not helping though. Yeah, in this day and age as well, like social media with like that kind of microwave, <laughs> like everything is just quick, 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 mm. you know, um, so um, it's hard. But I'm not going to lie to you, this is a hard one because I feel like I did the same. Like yeah. I only took my walk seriously when I got older, and yeah. it's like, well, I got I got to wise up, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's hard, but I, I can I can say, you you really need to try and see you somehow they need to find the fun in being a Christian. Yeah, I think that's what it is because when you get to the point of you see the the fun the excitement in that, you kind of see it as a bit cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then you 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 find people that are caught. I don't know in that way finding people that are caught as well. That's why that I way. think the church needs to be more up to date with yeah. what's going yeah, on. Because yeah, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. look at my church, the teens I teach the teens, but they very much look to me. 
So, because I'm not, I'm, I'm like you're not an auntie. I'm not an auntie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, whereas I can't, I, de- I tell them all the time. There's nothing new <laughs> under the sun. Anything that you people are coming to tell me, I'm not gonna like. It's not like I haven't heard it before, but it's more relatable for them. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying the church need to be. I'm gonna say something that is a bit. Mm, let me let me hold back on. But that's why certain churches are thriving. I was I was I, no no I'm not no I was do you know what I was Don't thinking break your head. no but as we were talking <laughs> I was just thinking about I, yeah I was thinking of SPAC and how they have I will say outwardly they are fri- they have so many young people yeah, they do. because yeah. they are making themselves relatable to these young adults yeah, mm. it's true. no one's hiding anything from them like yes I used to carry that I used to do this yeah. so they understand straight away I understand your struggle exactly. I'm not coming here pretending that I'm prim and proper yeah we it's openly true. discuss these things and they do lots of events with their young people as well they go out we, to the- they go out to eat um they set up even like okay guys we're gonna try and make money together we're all gonna make diaries and sell them and la 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 so we can put together an evangelist um concert blah blah, blah. like <clears throat> these are quite exciting things mm-hmm. for young people mm. our young people don't really want to come to school and come to church on the sunday and sit in upper discoveries or whatever the sunday school is called and then just be told, this is what the Bible says. Bible says and this. And that's what they do Monday to Friday. Do you, it's, it's another day of school. Monday, to, Monday, to, Friday Monday school. to Friday. They don't want that. So on, the they Saturdays, actually, on the Sundays, on the Saturdays, they want to relax. Exactly. <laughs> they want to relax. They don't want that. And, and they want to be open yeah. about their issues that yeah. they are going through. I'm not going to lie. My teens are not going to tell me everything they're going through. I know that. Because there's that level of respect. They know they can't tell me everything. But to a degree, they will open up to me. And I try and make myself... Um, available to them to listen to what they're trying to say because yeah. I think back to when I was their age mm. and I thank God that they're even in church because mm. when I was 14, 15, 16, 17 See ya. Where nah, were you? <laughs> on, on a Sunday Where, where, where were you? Where Me were you? I was at home sleeping okay. watching E4 watching okay. Honey Eggs oh, wow. yeah. right. on what? Omnibus Omnibus <laughs> <laughs> watching E4 Omnibus because I'd probably been out on Saturday night so I wasn't trying to come to church so and because I just didn't feel like I had a place at church anyway yeah if I go and tell them what I'm doing they're only going to judge me say probably try and lay hands on me train (laughs) (laughs) am I lying so why is it that we found it so difficult let's say at uni if we went to uni or you know growing up to accept or to make that change but then you know, we had that that lightning bulb moment. We were like, "Nah, we need to change our lives." Like, what? Why? Because things got real messed up, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of the time is when we just deeped. This is not working. Yeah. Because a lot, of, because a lot of us who things have got grew, a lot of things us who have given our lives to Christ, I think a lot of us were actually raised in the church. Yeah. So we had a lot of knowledge of God, what he yeah. what he expected of us, blah blah blah. We were just too, we were holding on tight to the world. Like, yeah. we loved it. We relished in our sin. Yeah, Let's yeah. be real. Yeah, we true. loved winding up in the club. That was what the bee's it? knees. <laughs> Those are the things that we, we truly loved. And letting go of something you love is very, very difficult. Full, like, full stop. And so was, when we decided to give ourselves to Christ, m- m- I know for me, I probably was just like, I'm, me, I'm done. Like, I'm actually tired. I'm not going to lie, like, I was tired. I'm tired. Like, just, just take but, me. So, so I was look just at, tired. The, the kids are like, oh, so, I, auntie, I'm going to, um, 
I'm going to live my best life and then when I graduate, then I'll, Isn't I'll, take, everybody's it, I'll story? take it serious. Because that's everyone's story. If that's what they want to say, life has taught me that <laughs> God, God doesn't work on your time. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't work on your time. Yeah, he works on his own time. So if you want to go and live your best life for the whole of next week and think you can come to church, you don't even know if that next week is guaranteed. It's true. true. That's true. But that didn't stop us still. It didn't. No, no, no. It didn't stop us because like I, like Rosalind and Kenya have pointed out, there's certain things we didn't understand about being yeah. ambassadors, about being in the word, etc. So those things didn't even, they didn't even register with me. Yeah. When I was living my best life, none of these things ever registered with me. All I know was not to sin, not to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Other than that, that was all I knew. Even then, I just knew not to sin publicly. Well, yeah. as, as long as I've put my nice my nice scripture on Facebook for the week, wow. I'm good to go, mate. As long as there's no picture that, evidence and no video good. evidence. My housemate was doing Bible study in our house and I wasn't interested. Yeah. Like, that's how much at uni, it was like, oh, this just sounds long, you know. I didn't and even entertain it in uni. That's what I mean. Like, I just, like, it was I, literally, I I'll be pretending I'll be sleeping. I thought it was a hard year. <laughs> what did you say? I said, my fourth year was a hard year. She so went back. I, I was entertaining. I went back. I'm tired. I was entertaining my fourth year, but I was living my best No, life. no, no. To be fair, in the, <laughs> this is so wrong. So after my first year, when you know the break when you go home for summer. Yeah. Summer, I was fully, I was fully being a Christian girl. <laughs> I was going to church. I was singing in the choir. Then I went Mad. back to you. It's true. Singing I went back. Choir. I was sing, I was there. Levels. <laughs> Levels. I was singing. Kind and then words. when I left London and I went back to Southampton, it's like I forgot everything. <laughs> it's true. That's so true, you know. I forget everything and I went back to living the way that I was living. Mm. So yeah. I just I just didn't have the knowledge. I just didn't have the knowledge of what it fully meant to give mm-hmm. my life to Christ. Mm-hmm. And then like I don't know anyone else. It just got to a certain point. I was tired. Mm-hmm. I was just tired of doing things my own way. Yeah. And it wasn't working at all. Everything I tried, it didn't work. And I literally had to fall physically as well mm. at God's feet, crying and weeping and asking him, please help me. Mm. And that's how... I am where I am now because I think when you're younger, you do not understand the concept of total surrender. Mm-hmm. It's, your chest won't even allow you to surrender to it all, especially when you're in uni and you're living away from home. You're, you're paying your own rent <laughs> with the government funding money. Done. <laughs> you're paying your own rent. You're buying your own food. You're basically independent. Mm. So you, you think. So to even fathom not going by my rules and going by somebody else's rules it didn't it didn't register with me i would even say leading leading from even just uni even now there's still some things where it's like i don't even know that i'm not bringing god into it i'm Mm -hmm. still doing Mm -hmm. it um, in my own strength Mm. um and then i'm getting to that place again where it's like god you know, I keep trying, I keep trying and it's still not working and surrendering again, mm. constantly, constantly surrendering. I was going to say, like, do you, do you know how many times I've opened my mouth to say, Lord, I, I surrender my life to you? How many times? I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, did you not do this last week? <laughs> did you not do it? the week before that? Like, how many times? You have to but it's still, it's again, this is the part of the, the Christian walk, having to die to yourself daily, committing yourself to God daily. It's part of it. 
Like, you know, you have to, because again, like I said, your flesh doesn't want to follow what God wants you to do. It Naturally, it wants to go completely opposite. What kind of conversations did you guys have with God when you were, you were taking yourself from that lukewarm area into the ho-ho fire, the shishi? <laughs> do you know, my, my biggest struggle was celibacy. And so I remember saying to God, like, bro, just take, just take this feeling away. Mm. That I think that would be the easiest thing. Like, just remove it for now in it. And then when it, when the time I need it, just bring it back in. Child. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I remember saying that, like, this is long. Like, this is just long. Just remove it for now. And then bring it back when you're ready, innit? And did you do it? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I need to pray. No. Everybody needs to pray that God don't operate like that. <laughs> let it go. You have, to le- you have to learn how to firm it, mate. <laughs> That's how God operates sometimes. Yeah. But that's how he dealt with me anyway. But that was one of the conversations that I definitely had with him. And just like, oh, why do you give me this burning desire inside mm-hmm. of me? You know, like, just lighten my burden. Just move it. And Aww. stuff. That was quite hard. And just, and there's just lots of other little things like forgive, unforgiveness in my heart, bitterness towards my dad mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And I just had like this, you know, this anger for men in my heart for a moment, for a while as well. Mm. And whatever else, just, you know, just pouring out all of those things. Like, why? Why would you give me a dad who's rotten? Like, why? What's my own there? What did I do? What did we do? Is it because of the sin that I committed that I must now have a a, a dad like this? Or Mm. I remember it being quite angry with God. Quite an angry conversation. And Mm. so those are my conversations. Like, you know, just releasing my, you know, my, my anguish onto him. Like, why? why would you do this to me? Mm. And then I remember waking, getting up and just being like, you know what? I just give you my life. You just control it. Mm. Because I'm trying to battle with all of this and I, I can't seem to manage it all. So you just take it. And me too. Take me with it as well. Mm. And just, you know, let's see how it goes, God. I think there's there's levels to the conversations because once you actually understand that you can have that honesty, then yeah, you can free it. Mm. But initially it was that, you know, God, my saviour... Thou art, oh Father God, oh, Father, Father know, God, um, and that's I come kind before of... you today, oh no! Sorry, bow before your feet, oh God. <laughs> and that kind of made it worse because it was like I didn't feel like I could be myself. Yeah. Yeah. But then when I actually understood that, you know, God, He's my Maker, He knows me, then I started to be a bit more vulnerable when I am, when I was speaking to God, when I, you know, when I do speak to God, and that's how I was able to make that that transition and say god you know me you know what i'm going through you just want me to tell you you want me Mm. to just you know have that type of relationship with you so i'm gonna surrender it to you and Mm. like you said you know um you did that and it's a constant thing Mm. god was is the only person that i'm 100 percent honest with it was just being 100 percent honest with him about everything about things that i had never opened my mouth to say <clears throat> about things I felt about myself, um, about things that I had done, things that I thought, things that I thought about other people. And just <sighs> talking to him about it, when I made that decision, I just had so much weight on me that I had just, <clears throat> if you know me, I carry a lot, of, like I'm very... I internalize a lot of things. Yep. We'll kill. <laughs> I internalize a lot of things. So literally it was me going to God and just saying everything. God, I know you've forgiven me about X, Y, and Z, 
but I still feel this way about myself. Mm. So help me deal with it. God, I know my mum and my, my dad are my mum and my dad, but I feel this way about it. Mm. God, I've seen certain things. I feel this way about it yeah. because I think one thing that the enemy does is he uses our quote-unquote dishonesty with God against us. Mm. So those things that we're not giving to God, then he will use that to <laughs> to play on our emotions, to play on our thoughts, to play on our the way we view ourselves. Yeah. So for me, it was saying everything to God so that the devil couldn't use it against me. Mm-hmm. And when I was able to do that, then I was able to heal from certain things. I was able to let certain things go. I was able to move forward in honesty with God. And I just, like I said, he's the only person, only person that I'm 100% honest with. And it's my openness with him, my honesty with him that got me to where I am today. I will say this. The levels also come with um, seeing God as your as your father or as someone that you have a relationship with and mm. not so much somebody that you go to for things because I think for me um before I got to where you're at you were you're at or before I am I am at now with God um that transparency wasn't so much on this is what's wrong with me and I need you because I just don't understand and I feel like I'm not enough and xyz you know it was very much like god i i wanna i wanna get to one um please help me please favor I love, me. i love that you're being honest please, please open the please my exam i can't do it god help me it was never never about what will put me in the best position or what would better my relationship with god it was always about what i'm going to get mm. and that was what I was constantly transparent. I was I was constant about my goals to God, <laughs> and now and for Him to help me in regards to how to achieve them, and um, it took various several bad decisions that accumulated to a point. It was just like, what is going on here? Mm. Like I don't understand. And that's when you have to strip it back and then realize that. I'm I'm seeking everything else and I'm not seeking him and mm. it's just not gonna it's not gonna work together. It's just it will fall it will fall out of place. You think that you're going somewhere, it's just not you're not you you get there and because you haven't um equipped yourself with the tools that God needs you to have to be in that place, you, you fall into pieces and it's mm. all over, Jackie. <laughs> it's all over. So yeah, I think for me that that getting to that place was a journey for me because it was very much like because I, I thought I was I was taught to pray and be open to God about what, what, the person what, what? I want to be. And it's like, I, I want to be Michelle Obama, baby. <laughs> so, God, show me. I, I want to get this. I want to get that. I want this. Like, that's what we were doing for the longest time. So, uh. it was just like, that's not, I'm, not, I'm not there to use God as a vending machine. Come on, man. What would you say to your younger self? It's just, it's not all about winning. Like, I feel like I, I still, God made me like this to a degree. 
Mm. So I can't be like, no, I don't care about it because that's just not how God wired me. I I care about where I want to be in life. I want to be someone important. I want to be someone that makes impacts in this country. Do you know what I mean? But it's just it's it it's like I I I have to tell myself, Rosalind, like place God at the center of what you're doing mm. because all that you're doing is not going to be sustainable without Him. Really, because sometimes things looked right, and sometimes things were very wrong. But I just really didn't see the wrong. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that's what I'll tell myself: like, just really remember God at the center of everything. Because like, I I can't. It would. I'm not gonna go far. Right. Um, I would probably tell my younger self: don't be too hard on yourself. Um, like. Things happen, um, and you know you're doing things in your own strength, and that's why you know it's not working out the way you want to. But like, there is a God that can supply all of your needs. There is a God that can can you know offer you that that guidance and that support that you've been looking for, and that safe place, and not to be so heavy on yourself and not to be so I need to do this similar to Rosalind but it's like you know I need to make it I need to do this mm-hmm. you know why have I struggled why can't I make it um but yeah to really I wish I turned to God earlier on honestly yeah. I really do because all of the worries that I had the pain mm. the anxiety mm. the fears come on all of that he would have wiped them away or he would have at least helped me to feel comfortable or confident because I was walking with him, you know? Mm. Um, so yeah, but yeah, that's me. I would say, baby girl, love yourself a little bit more. Mm. Um, <laughs> I would definitely tell younger Joe that um, it was, my, my struggle was just how I viewed myself. So I would tell my younger self that there is somebody that loves every part of you mm-hmm. everything about who you are the good and the bad um and you just need to go and seek it don't seek it from other people mm. don't look left or right look mm. up Hallelujah. and that's where you're gonna get all the love that you need mm. that's all i will tell my younger self mm. always yeah. oh we are growing I actually love this episode, guys. Um, I really hope everyone that listens to this um, is equally blessed as we are. Um, we really love when we get, like, we are very transparent about our walks and just about just realities on this this Christian life. Um, so thank you so much for locking in. Um, we're happy that we're finally, we finally reached episode 10 but yeah continue to follow us um, on our socials you can email us on what pod at gmail.com what else follow us on instagram follow us on instagram um, share our our 
our episodes listen to them um and yeah just talk to us talk to us I'm we gonna want be. to hear from you <laughs> talk to us on what what you think about um the episodes what your thoughts are and just what your transitions has been like to be honest um and that's all peace 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 peace, 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 peace. Ah. 10th episode baby Bang it. I know you loved it. Bridget says, Come on. Bridget says, Oh, Bridget says, A little too much preaching. <laughs> <laughs>